Welcome to Keep It Simple Sundays, where on Sundays I keep it simple with a half-hour interview with one guest to share their journey and the challenges, triumphs, wisdom, and lessons they learned along the way. I'm your host, Hui Fam. For my first episode celebrating Father's Day, I spoke with Soren Carroll, who says she had a spiritual awakening after going through a few experiences in the spiritual world that led to a spiritual awakening. She said it was facilitated by the fact that she learned to forgive her father and the masculine energy in her life. After going through a shaman ceremony, forgiving her father, going through heartbreak, self-love workshops, and hypnosis, Soren says she had a spiritual awakening and now she has broken out of her groundhog day, so to speak, and is working as a soulful life coach. Listen to Soren Carol's story. So what led you to spirituality? Well, first, I was born as a Catholic, so I'm familiar with God, and I don't have any problem with that because my family is not very strict. So it's like it's mandatory mandatory to do anything. Although it came to the point when I feel like my life is in a cyclical pattern, and it's like waking up in the morning, going to work. It's like Groundhog Day that it's always the same pattern and going to work, go for vacation, go back to work. So it's like, I need to find something. I need a deeper meaning about life. And that's when I started to try different things that led me to where I am right now. And I couldn't imagine that I am spiritually awake. I know that I can't compare it to any other people because it's personal, but Life has much richer meaning, and I have more compassion towards myself and others. Okay, so you mentioned that you had a spiritual awakening. So can you talk about that more in depth and like the events that kind of led up to that and what a spiritual awakening feels like? At first, I went to a shaman, and then she said that, Soren, you need to open up your heart chakra. And then without knowing what would that lead, I said, okay, because I feel like I needed more love, but I couldn't give it and I couldn't receive it. So I said, yes, let's do a fire ceremony. And then I also found uh, advertisements about uh, calling in the one for a coaching session. And it's supposedly finding someone to get married to, but also, part of the adver- advertisement said that it's also loving yourself. And I said, that's what I need. If I don't get a partner, at least I will fall in love with myself. So I did that. And in those course, I'm also having like talking to someone online or on phone. And then I kind of like him, but then I also don't see a future with him. So it's like, I have to stop it in a way self-sabotaging, but I also know that it's for my best decision at the present moment. 
So I got my heart broken. And then suddenly, everything opened up. Like, wait, everything is love. Everything is beautiful. Even a trash in the street. I was, I was driving home. It's dark because I was late coming from work. And yet everything is so magical and beautiful. And then I said, is this what spiritual awakening look like? And so I accepted it. And then I searched for more. I did not stop there because I couldn't understand what is it. All I know is everything is loving. It's like I want to try something new. I'd like to, I just don't like to do a work that is just the regular job of people. And so I keep searching. And then I did a quantum healing hypnosis. And in that session, I kind of went into this amazing place. I didn't have a name for it while I was there, but after the session, it was it's pointing me the direction that wait, you were in a cash records. So I said, wait, that's amazing. It's like I've seen a gatekeeper in the Akashic record. I've seen a, a floor made of outer space. I've seen books that are moving like Harry Potter. And then I saw the book of life. And as soon as I got that experience and connecting with my higher self, the higher self, which is so loving and so kind and compassionate towards me, which is also part of me, but it's my higher self. And then I said, I want to go back. And then I searched for something else. And that's when I saw, wait, there's a live scripting course that would allow me to just go into the Akashic Records. And also, it, you can turn out to be a practitioner. So I become a live scripting practitioner. Okay, so I want to go back on uh, what you mentioned about the fire ceremony because you touched on it and you mentioned the shaman. Can you kind of explain what a fire ceremony is? Well, according to the shaman, it's like there's a composition of some seeds and a little bit of ritual. And then there's an incense for my masculine and feminine energies. And then during the session, my masculine energy is actually dying out, the incense. So she lit up twice because it died twice. So it's like litting up for three times. And then she was burning several things on the pot. And as soon as there's a crackling, she is informing me that there's a blockage that's being transmuted in fire form. And According to her, it will take some couple of months before it will take effect. That was like in January. And then when I feel like I'm having my awakening is towards March, early March in 2020, which is the global pandemic. And it's amazing to point out that during the pandemic, when a lot of people are worrying, I was the most at peace with myself, which is I'm so grateful with that experience. Okay, so you mentioned that you have this uh, spiritual awakening and everything looks like love, but how can you tell it was a spiritual awakening? Like for someone who hasn't had one, how can you kind of explain that this is an awakening rather mm -hmm. than just a good day you're having? Ah, because there is consistency. 
when I was in my previous, let's say my life is before awakening and after, before, I know that I see hope. I'm very optimistic. Although by the time that when I have my down points, it's like it's going downward way too, too low. And I can feel that there is so much self-pity, insecurity, and nothing is consistent. Everything is fleeting. Even if I'm happy, it's like it doesn't last so long. And then I have to find another type of adventure that what can I do just to bring up my energy? It's like there's no anchor. But after awakening, and then I can see that everything is well, all is well. I don't have to really worry that the really opposite of love is fear. So every time I feel that I'm in fear, hold on, just see the opposite because that's the truth. So when after awakening, I have more anchor and I can con I can be at peace even if there's chaos around me. And I know that it makes sense. It's not like I'm making it up. Uh, I have my clarity within me and in my heart. And I know that I'm connecting to my soul. And I couldn't be happier for doing that. It's not like I'm being selfish, but... I understand that everybody is in their own story. And what I need to do is do my own alignment. And the more that I am in a better place, I can help the people around me. So it's like I am also vibrating a different kind of energy that helps others. So you mentioned um, helping others and you kind of emphasize that. Um, so your awakening leads you to kind of break up this Groundhog Day that you describe you're living through and um, change the course of your life's journey. So can you explain what that entails afterwards? You mentioned like coaching and stuff, so, and helping others. Can you kind of elaborate on that? Okay. Well, after the awakening part, I have to show up in a soulful way, uh, something that is not the same thing as what the culture said that this is define a success. This is what you're supposed to do. Like there's a trajectory that this is a line of a human person. And then moving forward, I said, I want to do something different because I've seen how my life is different by rewriting my own story. I can change in any areas of my life. I want to do that to somebody else. It's like, it's not just the mindset, but also energetic. And we can do a real deep healing if the person is ready. And if I can just mention that my sister is also on a different path before. We are, it's like we're the same. We grew up at the same household. And then the moment that I'm awakening, I used to insist that this is what you're supposed to do. And then it doesn't work. It's like there's a contrast of opinion, like, no, stop telling me anything that I'm not ready to hear. But she's not saying it that way. Just again, <laughs> just don't say anything. So the more that I just keep aligning on myself, I could see that my mere presence with my sister, she is also changing. So now she's more interested about what are really angels? Because she doesn't believe in God. 
she knows that there is maybe, but she couldn't visualize it. But now she believes of something goodness. There's something happy around. And I also have some friends around me. And I mean, these are my point of reference about the outer world other than myself. My family and friends are experiencing things that can be changed by rewriting things. So I want, if I could help my family and friends, then maybe I could extend to somebody else, more people than those who resonate with me, because I believe that some people will always resonate with me and some will not. And I will not push for those who cannot because they will find their own soul families that will guide them to a path, a life that is more with clarity and love and happiness and joy. So you mentioned getting people on the right track and having more clarity. So right now you are a soulful coach. Um, Can you explain what that is and what that entails? Okay, well, for me, because I have my own learning and awakening, I want to share it to others, but also trying to hear out what is their own story, because I really believe that everybody is unique. So when in my coaching, I will try to see that you have to really love yourself. That's the main point. And then from then on, if you love yourself, then we can do something else you have the power to write something that is really suitable to your being because my coaching is married with life scripting and life scripting is using the power of breath, the power of words, the power of energy and the power of intuition. So with those four things, I can bring them into a healing and also a life-changing mentality Although what I'm also doing is energetically, the DNA and all the past lifetimes and present can be changed because I bring them in either Akashic Records or the Eye of God. And how do you bring them to um, the Akashic Records or the Eye of God? It's like, uh, in layman term, we can say it's like a visualized meditation, but I'm calling in all the light and the guides in light and love. And then I bring them, like there's a process to go to the Akashic Records uh, because Akashic Records have four chambers. And then in the eye of God, it's just one place which is connected to the source or some are calling God. And I personally call him God or Lord. In the Akashic Records, it's like there is a place for a healing chamber where is there's a bed and they can receive energetic healing. Or we can go to the Hall of Records, wherein we can transmute all the, the unhealthy thoughts that they have or the unhealthy things that they feel they are stuck and then write a new story in the Book of Life. Or we can also go to the Master's Roundtable, wherein they can get intuitive, intuitive guidance from either their guides or to their ancestors who are there to support them. And then the last chamber in Akashic is the timeline chamber, wherein it's like watching a movie that will also guide them either uh, what's in the past or what's in the future will happen. Anything that will make them have a 
a more empowerment to do something about their life. Because our belief is actually the one guiding us with our choices. So once we change our belief based on what we are thinking all the time, then that would be, it's like creating affirmations, like how you talk positively to yourself. So that's, I'm helping them to be at, hey, you have the power. You can write your story and I'll be there to guide them since I have the experience and this healing is, I'm also doing for myself. So it's not just for my soul clients, but also for, for myself and my family. So you mentioned uh, rewriting your story, and that seems like um, a significant feature because as we go along in life, a lot of us will have things that we regret. And yeah. so how do you actually rewrite your story? That's really a good point because what I will ask them, I have sets of questions that will really lead them to dig deeper, like what is really your belief? For instance, let's say someone wants to have more money. And then one of the question is, okay, if you want to have more money, do you have a fear the moment you receive it? And then some of the clients that I have, they will have an answer, which is like, we, uh, you want to be rich, but you have a fear the moment you're rich. So those kind of beliefs, we will try to note down. And then what we'll do next is deactivate all those type of thinking. And then once we deactivate that, then we will write a new story. So what will empower you? let's not stop with just the activating let's do some activation as well like what do you want and so hopefully they will feel better as long as they don't have a stronghold with that belief because a belief sometimes exists because they want to learn it if their soul thinks that they didn't learn the lesson no matter what healing will do it will not immediately take effect until they're also ready that, okay, I'm really ready to let go and move on to the next phase of my life. You mentioned as an example, money as a rewriting aspect of the script, but what are the different um, categories or arenas that we, that you focus on when it comes to your coaching? Well, there are actually nine areas that a person can review where they are stuck or where they want to have an improvement. So there is self-love. Number one, center of all is self-love. And then we have career and confidence. And then love and relationship, life purpose and service, willpower and leadership, sexuality and creativity, health and vitality, money and prosperity, fame, and reputation. So these are the nine areas that we can review and then just tackle one at a time. When do you think uh, someone is well on their way towards having a better life and actually rewriting their story? Well, if they think that they feel really stuck on something, like, uh, for instance, they want to have a new career, but they couldn't find the right job. They 
every time they go for an interview, it doesn't fall through. Or they want a new working environment, but it's not happening for a long time. So it's possible that we can deal with that. It's not really intentional, but my previous clients, every time they have a concern about money and their job, after a while, after the healing, they will have a new job asking them to join. And it's not even them pursuing a job. It's like the jobs are, the companies are going to them that, would you like to apply to this? And it's a better pay, a better environment. So I could see that there is a real shift once they are, they're saying, okay, I'm ready to move. They've been in an, a company for years and then they want something else. Then they can try a life scripting or a soul coaching with me. So what is your personal spiritual practice and uh, what is your advice for others who are seeking spirituality? The first thing that I practice is meditation. I know meditation doesn't work to all people, but I'm a type of person who has so much in my mind. There's a lot of mind chatter. So if I do meditation, it really helps me. I started with guided meditation. And then eventually, I feel the urge that I, I'd rather have a silent meditation and I'll just time myself. So from that point onwards now, I'm just timing myself for 15, 20 minutes every day. And whenever I feel like my energy is very heavy, I do a salt bath. Just a regular sea salt and do the bath, do the sea salt first, and then the actual bath with the shampoo and soap. I also do that. Or I also do the actual healing for myself. Because sometimes once we thought we've healed enough, something will come up. When that something from past, like a remembrance of that thing, it means you're ready to heal it. So I do that as well. And whenever I sleep, the moment I wake up, I write down my dreams. And then I use the definition cards like, oracle or tarot card to interpret my dreams further aside from the online meaning and the intuitive nudges that I get. So I interpret my own dreams. If I remember it, it's almost like every day. Otherwise, every day I draw one card for myself to reflect on. And I've only done the reading of my own card. I'm on my third year. So in the first year, I said that I am asking my spirit guides to help me for a message. In the second year, I asked my higher self for a message. And then for the third year, I'm asking the Holy Trinity, like God, Jesus, and Holy Spirit to give me a message. Every year, I'm also changing it up. And I've also tried a mala, the mala bead, to do the Om Namah Shivaya for 108 days. And then just the regular grounding as well. If I can go to the beach, I can walk every day when get sunlight or at, at least open my door or window at home. I like light and love, but no, I'm still human. So I have to ground myself and then wait. I have to interact. I have to connect with other people. So you mentioned all these practices and it seems like a whole lifestyle overhaul. Like it's definitely something that's different from the, the doldrums that you mentioned before. And so 
can you kind of explain or give a visual or like an understanding of what pre-awakening and then post-awakening? I feel like the past Soren is so boring <laughs> that I it's so it's so plain. Like I wake up, I eat, and then I work, and then sometimes I talk to people, but then I can see that there's so much judgment before awakening. I have like so much criticism, not just towards myself, but others. It's like I was believing that there is a hierarchy, there is a status to meet, and there is a proper decorum on how you present yourself. And there is a notion of good and bad. And then pause awakening, it's like, wait, be open. Not because like you accept everything as perfect, although essentially, yes, it, everything is perfect, that it's happening at the right time. But the moment that you have so much constraint, then it's like a call that, are you ready to heal? So I am more patient after awakening. And these practices makes me like really connecting with my heart and my soul. I grew up with a parent who doesn't say, I love you, because they also didn't grow up with a parent who said, I love you. So I was thinking that my parents' love language was gifts, and I know that they try to protect us. Apparently, my love language is words and act of service. So it's like I have to find a way to express myself. And now it's like I have to vocalize, even if I didn't grow up as someone who say I love you now I have to say it even if sometimes it's uncomfortable I do have to say it because I honor what is true to me so it's more of accepting myself all of me <laughs> not just a piece but all of it even the parts that are still dark that needs transmuting I accept them otherwise I don't want to walk with my life not whole anymore so I like being whole. It feels better. <laughs> and when I wake up in the morning, my prayer is, thank you that I am alive. I have another chance to experience learning in this school of life. And I'm not saying that before <laughs> at all. So you mentioned this initial spiritual awakening and you say, even the trash is beautiful. Is it the same now or has it kind of waned like what what is it like when it's post like visually like how you observe the world sometimes I forget it and then but the moment I pause and then I remember like especially towards people like remember who they are like and I also see that I I love reflection now like what you see in you you are seeing it with somebody else. And what they are showing you, you know that it's in you. And whatever we see among people, I see in God. So it's like, I have to pause. <laughs> Sometimes I forget, but it's easier for me to go back to center myself and then remember that, hey, everything is love. Now I pick up the trash and then just throw it. <laughs> So there's like really intention and love in the things that I do. Okay, so I guess that's all the questions I have. Do you want to add anything else that you want listeners to know? 
Well, for everyone who, I started with a lot of questions. My questions were, who am I? Why am I alive? What is my purpose? So I, I feel that those questions, when you are starting to ask them repeatedly, and you are very eager and curious for the answer, you are on the path of connecting with your heart, connecting with your soul, to your higher self, or to someone so divine and infinite like God. And I know that there are people who are religious in a wrong sense or uh, not a complete picture. So I, just go deeper. Go deeper that love has no boundary, no limitation. And if you can have a practice, I, I started with meditation. So find something similar to that, that you can quiet your mind. And the moment you can quiet your mind, then you can hear your inner being more loudly. But it's a whisper. So you have to be really silent and pay attention. If not meditation, then maybe you go for a walk with no earphone and listening to music, just conscious walking. If not walking is your thing, maybe you do yoga because you will move your body, but you are still connecting with your breath. So find that thing that will help you move forward or positive affirmations. Not all affirmation works for people, but at least talk with love to yourself. That could be a good start. That was my interview with Soren Carol, and I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you learned a lot about what it takes to have a spiritual awakening and how it's worth it, but how difficult it can be, but also how it gives us meaning in life. I hope you stay tuned for our next episode and as always, I hope you remember to keep it simple every Sunday.